Isaiah chapter number 12, Isaiah chapter 12. So good being God's house on Wednesday night, amen. And if you'll stand with us tonight for the reading of God's Word, I came to preach another message, and Brother Andrew was over there preaching to the uh, young people. And I uh, was sitting there, of course, I was listening to what he was preaching. And uh, but God just started stirring in my heart about this chapter. And so I want to read it tonight and preach what the Lord has laid upon our heart. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse number 1. And in that day, notice that little phrase there. And in that day, thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day, there it is again, shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon His name, declare His doings among the people, make mention His name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for He hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Father, I ask you tonight, if you would, to help us these next few moments. Lord, we thank you for all the good singing we've heard tonight. I pray that you'll bless the reading of thy word. I pray that you'd touch us physically and spiritually and mentally tonight. I pray that you'd do the work that only you can do, and we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I want you to notice in verse number 1 and then in verse number 4, we find that phrase is mentioned there and in that day. And I want us to think about that day and I want to preach a few minutes tonight on this subject on there's a better day coming. Amen. There is a better day coming. You see, when you come to Isaiah chapter number 12, uh, uh, this day that Isaiah is talking about, it is a prophetic day. The writer is looking ahead. He's looking beyond the day that he is living in, and he's looking to a different horizon. He's looking to another day, a day that's far better than the day that you and I are living in today. He looks beyond Calvary. He looks beyond the church age, even though he could not see the church age and he looks to the crowning day. He looks to that millennial kingdom, that day when Israel is going to be lifted out in all of her glory and we see here uh, that it is a prophetic day and then we see that it is also a perfect day for 1,000 glorious years uh, Jesus Christ is going to reign upon this earth and it's going to be a perfect time. It's going to be a perfect hour. It's going to be a perfect age and then we see that my friend that it will It'll be a prosperous day. If you read about the millennial time, it'll be a time when the curse is going to be lifted. It's going to be a time when God is going to bless this world. It's going to be, this earth is going to bring forth bounty like it did in the days of old during the time of the Garden of Eden. And the psalmist here is talking about that day. But notice with me in verse number one that when he mentions Israel in this verse here, when he talks about the people of God, he mentions 
mentions some things about them. He mentions the saying of Israel, what they're going to say in that day. And in that day, thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. I'm telling you, it's going to be a time when the nation of Israel, Jerusalem will be the headquarters of this world. It'll be the capital of this world. It'll be a time when the nation of Israel, the scales will be taken off of their eyes. And the Bible says that a nation is going to be born in a day as they see Jesus Christ as the Messiah, the coming King of glory. And they're going to praise him. And they're going to praise Jehovah. And he talks about the saying of Israel. He mentions the Savior of Israel as he says, O Lord, I will praise thee. You see, Israel does not recognize as a whole God as their Savior. If you look back and through the Old Testament, you know that Brother uh, brother Andrew mentioned that in the Bible study tonight, how that uh, they went through that cycle, how that they would turn to the pagan gods and the heathen nations of this world, and then God would bring them out, and God would deliver them. But then they would go right back into that captivity. And tonight, uh, they do not see Jesus Christ as their Savior. But in that day, they're going to see clearly, amen? And they're saying is that they're going to recognize him as their Savior. They're going to say when he puts his feet upon the Mount of Olives that day, and that mountain divides from the east to the west, uh, they're going to say, uh, Baha Messiah, which means come, O Jehovah. They're going to see Christ uh, in all of his glory for who he is. Uh, And so we see the saying of Israel, and we see the Savior of Israel. But notice this here. We see the sin of Israel. As the Bible says that they'll say in that day, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away. Notice in that little phrase there, Israel has not been, I mean, if you take the Old Testament, you take the New Testament, you take Jewish history to where we are today, and you think about the tribulation period, there's one underlying statement that we'd have to make about the nation of Israel, and that is that from the time that God birthed them as a nation all the way to the end of the tribulation period, they've never been everything that they were supposed to be for God. Amen? Uh, They've never fully surrendered to what God wanted them to be. They've always held back in some form or some fashion. And here they mention their sin, how that God was angry with them. But his anger in that day is going to be turned away. Do you realize that when God raises that nation up, it'll not be because they've done right. It'll be because God has done right. It's not been because Israel. It will not be because Israel will have been everything that they were supposed to be. But it will be because God kept his covenant and God has been everything that he said he would be and so much more. Amen. I'm talking about in that day. Israel is thinking about. Isaiah is thinking about where they are in his day. They're not in a good place in the book of Isaiah. But he looks beyond what they are. And he says this. There's a better day coming. And when I look at this old world and I think about the condition it's in tonight and when I think about who I am and how that I'm just like the nation of Israel there's never been a day in my life when I've measured up to everything I ought to be and everything that I want to be but I can say along with the nation of Israel in that day there is a better day coming thank God I'm not what I ought to be tonight but thank God I'm not what I'm going to be she's not what she's going to be and you're not what you're going to be but thank God there is a better day coming. Hallelujah.
And when I think about that day, I want you to notice in this little uh, in this little chapter here tonight. I want you to notice about that day. I would say tonight, when we think about that day of the Lord, I would say, first of all, in verse 1, that it will be a day of comfort. Amen. As he says, that is, thine anger is turned away. And notice this, thou comfortest me. Amen. I mean, Israel has failed God. Israel has had filthy garments. Israel has walked away. Israel has broken covenants. Israel has done about everything that could ever be imaginable. But God, in that day, is going to take that nation that has been blinded for so long and God because he made a promise uh, and because God has made a covenant and because God's word will always stand uh, he'll bring that little nation in and he will comfort them uh, and they will be what God wants them to be and can I tell you the same God that promised to comfort them in that day is the same God that's going to comfort us Uh, in fact the Bible calls him the God of all grace in one chapter and then 1 Corinthians, I believe it is, says he's the God of all comfort. Amen. I'm glad he knows how to comfort our hearts. Amen. I'm glad he knows how to help our souls. He is the healing balm of Gilead. He knows how to bring comfort when no one else. He knows every tear that's ever fallen from our eyes. He knows every heartache and every pain that we've ever had. He knows everything that we've ever faced. And I'm glad I can stand here tonight and say that God God has been the God of all comfort every time I needed him to comfort me. That's him tonight, amen. And when I think about it in this text, that is not, he's not just going to be the God of all comfort, but that's going to be a day of comfort where comfort is going to come across this land from one corner of this earth to the other corner of this earth uh, to the four corners of this earth. Uh, there will be comfort for there will be peace and there will be tranquility upon this earth uh, for 1,000 glorious years. Uh, can you imagine living in a day of comfort when there is no more burdens, when there is no more sorrows, uh, when there is no more prayer requests, uh, when there is no more dying, uh, when there is no more sickness. I know that my friend, all of that will not be so. There will be some death and sickness during the millennial, but hey, we're going to a land that's better than what's going to be on this earth. We're going to a land that's fairer than day. And I want to say to the child of God and to the church, there is, an, there is a better day coming because it's not an earthly time. It's an eternal time, my friend. We're going to a land where time shall be no more and it will be a dawning of a new age. It'll be a day of comfort. Hallelujah. And I see the day of the Lord is a day of comfort. And then I see it's a day of salvation. He said in verse number two, behold, God is my salvation. That's the present tense. I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song in that day of salvation he found security as he said I will trust and not be afraid he found Jehovah to be a strength and he found Jehovah to be a song isn't that what salvation brings to us tonight salvation brings security salvation brings strength to our soul and salvation puts a new song in your heart that'll sing praise even unto our God I'm telling you it doesn't matter if God gets you off a bar stool or a church pew 
you. Uh, uh, listen, he'll put a song in your heart uh, that was not there. He'll put strength in your soul that was not there. He'll put a security that all the religion of this world can never give you. But in that day, it's going to be a day of salvation. Do you realize when we all get to heaven, that's what we're going to do? We're going to sing throughout eternity about the salvation of the church, the salvation of sinners. It's going to be an eternal day of salvation. Brother Laddie was mentioning this a while ago in his testimony. How that just going down the road, having a good day uh, with the presence of God and the songs of Zion. That's the way it is when you get saved. Uh, I'm telling you, you don't have to have money and you don't have to have materials uh, and there's nothing wrong if you do have those things. Uh, but I'll tell you, you've got riches that money can't buy tonight. Isn't it good to be saved on a Wednesday night? Isn't it good to know Jesus Christ uh, and to have peace uh, and to have security? You may be here and be tired in body, but you ought to thank God you're still saved. You ought to thank God you're still in the house of God. You say, well, I got sorrows and I got troubles and I've got trials. I understand that, but I want to tell you, God is bigger than all those sorrows. He's bigger than all those troubles and trials that we face. He's big enough to put a song in our heart in the midnight hour. Amen. You say, preacher, do you shout every day? Well, you know I don't, but it ain't God's fault, is it? Isn't that right? I mean, to listen, you say, do you, do you think you ought to shout, that we have to shout every time we come to church? No, but I don't know why we can't. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm glad I've got something to shout about. I don't shout over a feeling, I shout over the facts. Amen. Uh, listen, I, listen, we're not charismatic. Uh, you say, do you feel anything? I felt a whole lot when they was singing, amen. I felt a whole lot when folks was testifying. I'm feeling a whole lot while I'm preaching, amen. Uh, the more I preach, the better I feel, amen. Uh, but I want to tell you one thing. I'm not shouting over my feelings uh, because feelings come and feelings go. Uh, but this facts, uh, amen, this facts is always the same. Uh, I just shout because it's right to shout. Uh, and the Bible said, let all the people say amen. Oh, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, all you people of the Lord. I don't raise my hand to be seen and I'm sure you don't either. I don't raise my hand just to be a blessing and I'm sure you don't either. Uh, to other people, I raise my hand because uh, it thrills the heart of God. Uh, it blesses the Lord. Uh, it gives honor to his name. Uh, the raising of the hand, uh, it magnifies the one uh, uh, that we're talking about. Uh, and I love, I'm glad I got a hand to raise. Uh, I'm glad I've got the ability to raise my hand after all he's done for me. If that's all he wants is a hand to be raised, I never want to go to the house of God and not lift my hand in praise for all that he's done in my life. Amen. I want to draw some water, don't you? How the wells of salvation, hallelujah. I tell you, I like to go to the house of God and God be there, amen. And you know what? We don't, listen, we don't have to go to, church is not mystical. Can I get an amen right there? I don't believe in mysticism. I don't believe somebody talked sometimes in a church not too long ago and they was talking about the presence of God showing up and they kept saying it got kind of spooky. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't like that, Brother Danny. Because when I think of spooky, I think of the devil. I think of Halloween. Just let me plug that in there. We're 1,000% against Halloween. We're not even doing trunk or treat. Somebody say amen. That's right. But we don't celebrate it in any form. It's not the devil's night. It's the day the Lord hath made. 
The devil didn't raise the sun on October the 31st, amen. God raised the sun, amen. He don't own the day. He don't own the earth. He's the prince in the power of the air. And if you got a whole lot of air, you know what you got? A whole lot of nothing, amen. And so he's a prince of a whole lot of nothing, amen. But I'm telling you, I don't know why I got off on that, but I'm glad I did, amen. Oh, I know what I was saying. I was simply saying this. Listen, I don't like, we're not, we don't believe in mysticism. It's not, we're not Quakers. Quakers used to go to church and sit till the spirit moved them. We're not Quakers tonight. I like Quaker oatmeal now. That's about it. We don't come here and sit and wait for the spirit to move us. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that that the Lord inhabits, that means he dwells, he lives. The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. And then another verse of scripture says this, oh bless the Lord, all ye people of the Lord. The David said, I will bless the Lord. When you gonna bless God, David, when things are going good in your life? No. When you gonna bless the Lord, David, when the spirit moves you? No. David said, I'll tell you when I'm gonna bless the Lord. He said, I'm gonna bless the Lord at all times. Even Jesus said, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship in spirit and truth. He said, for the Father's sake of such to worship him. And he said, for the Father, there it is, I missed it, let's quote it too fast. For the Father seeketh such. You know where God's going to church at on Wednesday night? Where he's going to be praised. You know where he's going to show up? Hey, it's not go to church and see if he shows up. No, if we'll just go to church and if we'll just sing and preach and pray and testify and if we'll just praise God, he will show up because he's seeking such to worship him. He's going to go someplace where people worship him. And I want to say in that day, it's going to be a day of salvation when the whole earth is going to draw water from the well of salvation. We're going to magnify his name. I thank God for that verse. He said, Jehovah is my strength and he is my song and he said he is my salvation therefore notice this with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation amen you know what that day is going to do it's going to bring joy the whole earth is going to know the joy of the Lord I like that song we sing it at Christmas time and I think it's okay to, to, to sing it at Christmas time joy to the world for the Lord has come but it's not really a Christmas song. It's a millennial song. I think it's good to sing it. Now, we don't want to quit singing it because there's only so many Christmas songs you, you can sing at Christmas time. Amen. But uh, it's a millennial song. Joy to the wor- world, the Lord has come. Go home and read it if you don't believe it. Amen. It's a millennial song and there's going to be joy. It's going to be a day of salvation. And then I notice this right here. It's going to be a day, as I said, of rejoicing. There's going to, uh, therefore with joy, they're going to draw water out of the wells of salvation. And then it's going to be a day of proclamation. Look at verse number four. And in that day shall you say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the 
the people make mention that his name is exalted. You know, sometimes it's hard to get people to praise God down here. But I'm going to tell you what, in that day, in that millennial day, in that day of the Lord, there's a better day coming when everyone's going to exalt his name. I'm telling you, listen, they won't be a bunch of wickedness on every corner, but the Bible said that holiness will be on the bells of horses and there'll be a highway of holiness through the desert. My friend, it's going to be a day where his name is being proclaimed from sea to shining sea. And I want to say tonight, that's our responsibility as Christians. We are to lift up his name. We are to praise the Lord. We're to call upon his name. We're to declare his doings among the people. Amen. Tonight, the Lord, the this filling of the Holy Spirit in our life, one of the first evidences of that fruit is joy. And when a person is filled with the Spirit, the Bible said they speak to themselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and doing what? Making melody unto the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto the God, unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, you see what that day is going to be? It's going to be a day of proclamation. It's going to be a day when people are talking about the King. Uh, they're going to be talking about Jesus. Can you imagine that? Jesus here on earth. Uh, and brother, uh, they're going to be thanking God and they're going to be testifying about the King. I'm glad we don't have to wait till then. There is a better day coming. I'm glad we got a message to tell now. I'm glad, thank God, we can proclaim it now. We can proclaim it in the house of God, but we can proclaim it out in this world. We can tell others what Jesus has done for us. You know, just telling people about the goodness of God will help you to have a good day. Do you realize that? When you brag on Him and you talk about Him, it brightens your own day. It's be a day of proclamation. It's going to be a day of knowledge. Look, he said in verse number five, sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. Isn't that true tonight? Then he said, this is known in all the earth. You know, two-thirds of the world's never heard a clear presentation of the gospel. But there's a better day coming when there'll be a day of knowledge. They won't be nowheres that we won't be able to go that they won't know about the king. I'm talking about from the streets of New York to the jungles of Africa to the Ivory Coast uh, to behind the Iron Curtain that will be gone in that day uh, behind, uh, to Red China that'll be gone in that day. I'm telling you that'll be a day of knowledge uh, when the whole earth will be filled uh, with the knowledge of God. Uh, we'll speak a heavenly language in that day. Uh, uh, the Bible said the noonday sun, or that day will be brighter, ten times brighter than the noonday sun. Uh, you won't be able to go anywhere so, and not know about the king of glory uh, that sits on the throne uh, in the holy city of Israel, the city of Jerusalem. It's going to be a day of knowledge. Uh, won't it be wonderful there? I'm telling you, heaven's going to be a place uh, of knowledge. Uh, there's a better day coming on the other side. Amen. Uh, not just down here uh, but on the eternal side. Uh, we're going to a place uh, whose the Bible said whose builder and maker is God. Uh, we're going to a holy city, a heavenly city 
city, amen. It's his city, thank God. And we'll sing while the ages roll. We'll sing about the glory and the honor of our king. I don't know about you, but I wish we could pull out tonight. Wouldn't it be good to go to heaven from Rossville, Georgia? Wouldn't it be good to go out in the rapture on a Wednesday night prayer meeting? It'll be a wonderful time. It'll be a wonderful day. Hallelujah. Some churches are going to have to have two resurrections. They're going to have to resurrect the dead that's in the tombs and they're going to have to resurrect the dead that's in the pews. Amen. I'm telling you, I want to to keep that fire all the days of my life. Brother, I may get old and I may get feeble, but I don't have to get bitter and I don't have to get backslid. If I do, it's nobody's fault but mine. I've been by the bedside of both. I've been, I'll tell you, one of the most precious bedsides you'll ever be by is by some dear saint of God who's lost their health. They've lost most of their life, but they still got their joy. Don't you want to go out that way? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And that'll be a day of knowledge. And then finally, notice this in verse 6. It'll be a day of glory. He said, cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. You want the glory of God does? It revives you. It refreshes you. And in that day here on earth, thank God the heavens is going to come down. The eternal is going to invade the earthly. And what's going to happen, my friend, the Bible said there'll be streams in the desert. When that curse is lifted, the desert will bloom like a rose and he'll own the cattle on a thousand hillsides. Him sand dunes will be luscious green hillsides in that day. And the glory of God will be known throughout all the earth. Psalms 100 is a good psalm, but it is a millennial psalm that talks about that day. When he says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands in that day, that glorious day, that's what will happen. All the lands will make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And the whole world will know that he is God. Amen. The Bible said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all your land. Everyone will serve the Lord with gladness. Amen. They'll they'll want to serve the king. Amen. They'll serve the Lord with gladness. That the nations of this earth will come before his presence with singing. And we'll know that he is God. We that are saved in Israel, the people of God as well, we'll know that it's he that hath made us and not we ourselves, and that we're the sheep of his pastor. And we'll go to Jerusalem and we'll enter into the gates with thanksgiving and we'll enter into his courts with praise and the whole world will be thankful unto him and we'll bless his name. And here's what we'll say in that glorious day. We'll say, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations in that day. I'm looking forward to that glorious day. Amen. I'm telling you, the sun's about to set over here, but there is a land that's fairer than day. There is a land where there cometh no night. There is a land where the sun never sets in the sky. There is a land, praise God, just beyond this veil of heartache and sadness and tears and just any day now, praise God, just any day now, our Lord, he's a coming, hallelujah, and I'm looking for him, praise God tonight. I'm looking for him on a Wednesday night, aren't you? There's a better day coming. 
Keep your chin up. Keep your head up. Don't watch too much news. Don't read too many newspapers and don't believe too many emails. Amen. Keep your nose in what has stood the test of time. Stay with God in old time religion. Don't, listen, don't get weary of the journey. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if, if we faint not. You know, by the grace of God, I'm determined, aren't you, not to faint. If By the grace of God, that would be the only way. But I am determined. I don't want to faint in these last days. I tell you, I want to cross, I want to cross the finish line with the fire of God burning in my soul, don't you? You say, why is that? Because there's a better day coming. There's a better day coming as we stand tonight.